Welcome to the Platform Podcast. On this show, we're trying to educate you about the American college system. We're going to be having college coaches and student athletes joining us, talking about the experiences in America, and hopefully by the end of the show, you would have taken away some amazing information. Enjoy. I've got a special guest on with us today. I've got Chris Brown, who I've known for a very long time. Chris, how you doing? Very good, mate. Lovely to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on board. Uh, just so you guys know, Chris, um, he runs a, a company that helps a lot of athletes, empowering them to uh, achieve breakthrough results and creating a lot of leadership qualities within them as well, which is fantastic. And um, we're not getting paid for this. It's just something that we believe in. We think it's really important for athletes to hear. And if you've been following our social media platforms and if you've been following our brand for the last seven years, you know that we're just trying to provide resources for student athletes to help them out regardless of what sport they play in. And so Chris is a great person to bring on board. Um, my relationship with Chris is uh, we're from the same region in New Zealand. So we're from Taranaki. And uh, my dad is a, a local tennis coach who used to coach Chris back in the day. You're quite a good tennis player, Chris. Mate, back in the day, that's over 30 years ago now. Or, well, let's say 25. I won't age myself too much. Yeah, nah, you're, one of the, you're one of the talented athletes. I still remember you playing in Hauda, you know, a small town out in New Plymouth and playing on those grass courts and uh, I saw in the distance someone doing Superman dives on the grass courts and it was you, it was you running around. I was like, geez, that guy's an athlete. And I guess that's sort of the start of your journey as a, as a professional coach and, and your sporting background or love for, for the audience to know a little bit more about you, man. Yeah, definitely, mate. Look, yeah, I mean, like tennis and, and rugby, obviously being a Kiwi, uh, quite often the big part of your, uh, you know, your upbringing. And uh, so I spent... Uh, yeah, playing both sports growing up, but then at the age of 22, I had an opportunity to go coach in, in South Africa. Uh, and then that led to, without going into too much detail, that led to multiple uh, national coaching gigs with different professional and Olympic squads over the last 15 years. Uh, that's allowed me to travel the world, uh, work with two African nations, Namibia uh, and the Kenyan Sevens team on the World Series. Uh, and in the last uh, eight years, I've been based in the United States and, and worked with both the men's and women's Olympic campaigns. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely been an enjoyable journey and, and, and a lot to, uh, I guess, compartmentalise. And, and, but I think there's a lot of value in the journey that I would love to be able to share with more people. So, 100%. And I think, you know, there's some things that you can learn from a manual and from a class, you know, when you, when you share information with students and athletes. And there's things that you learn from experience. And as you mentioned, you've been involved in a number of different professional setups. Um, I know you didn't want to go into too much detail, but your resume is, is absolutely incredible. You know, I know you've been involved with Super Rugby teams, the Kenyan Sevens team, the USA men's team, the USA women's team, and so on. So you've been around some of the best athletes in the world. And what, is the, what led you to start the company? And tell us a bit more about your company that you've started and how that can help uh, student athletes. Yeah, brilliant. So the the theme of the, the the coaching program or the coaching company, it's called Target Gold. Every athlete wants to be a champion. Uh, the whole theme is developing champions on and off the field. So for me, look, do I do I care about people, uh, you know, getting better at break, breakthrough results and making more money per se? Yeah, I do, but that's not the driving force. For me, it's the impact that you make off the pitch. It's the significance that you achieve with the results that you make, that you, you know, you achieve on, on the, the sports field. And so for me, over 
yeah, the last 15 years, but specifically since I moved to the States in 2014, a big part of the thing that's been driving me is, is the, the cultural side um, and the leadership development, because a lot of the athletes that I coach step into um, leadership roles and businesses and, and the, the schooling system. And uh, even as they get older and older and, and all spheres of influence, but also in government. So for me, what I've started to realize is a big part of my role, especially since I moved uh, to the US and started working with those Olympic squads here, um, has been helping them understand uh, who they need to become to attract the opportunities and, and make the difference that they can make uh, off the back of the success that they've had in their sport. So Target Gold, um, yeah, the whole theme is about helping them become champions on the pitch because that's what increases or decreases their influence based off if they're winning or not. Um, but developing the character and the mindset uh, to be that example for, for the next generation, for, be, uh, for those around them and those that are looking up to them uh, so that they can actually achieve significance because if you're successful in a sport but you're not actually making any difference, then really you can question whether someone's actually successful at all. 100%. And I, I, like, I can even speak from personal experience. I know a lot of athletes that are very talented and they're very good at their craft and their sport. But some of the things that they do during their time in their sport off the field or you know, things that they post on social media um, can affect opportunities. And if you do everything right, you can make such a great um, income outside of the sport that you're actually in. And I guess a great example here in New Zealand is, you know, you've got guys like Bowden Barrett, you know, great role models for a lot of student athletes. Uh, a lot of students that want to go professional in their sport. And um, as a, on the back end of that, there's a lot of brands that want to be associated with them. Is that some yeah. of the things that you get into? Yeah, um, 100%, mate. It's about understanding your authentic self. Who are you actually? You know, why, you know, why are you driven in a certain way? You know, what's actually important to you? And then we, we look at, again, the part one of the actual Target Goal program is the heart of a champion. And that's where we dive into character traits and mindsets. And, uh, and, and I, I really, I just, I look at that aspect as a, from an individual standpoint of the leadership part and a team setting, it's more of a cultural, like it's a culture, what's the, the team producing? Um, but we dive into that and, and you know, if you're not, if you don't understand who you are and your, and your authentic self, then it's very hard to get the traction and the progress that you want to achieve. And uh, even if you are getting results, you see a lot of these uh, top performers, um, you know, really struggling when they step away from the sport because they don't know where their value is, uh, because really they, 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 they don't know who they are uh, and, and what brings that fulfillment uh, that they're, they're seeking uh, outside of uh, competing on the sports field. And so, yeah, that, that's definitely a big part of the, I guess, the, the, the heart of a champion is, is first getting your image right and making sure it's uh, aligned authentically to who you are because there's nothing worse than trying to live uh, a false identity in many ways because um, you just set up to fail. Uh, and you've seen that with the likes of Tiger Woods. You've seen that, seen that with uh, a lot of individuals that are admirable in the sport and their ability in the sport, but their character uh, off the pitch um, lets them down uh, and stops them from again, being that role model that, that comes with the territory of being a, a next-level athlete. And I guess this sort of dives into um, an important conversation to have, which is behaviour, right? The behaviour of an athlete. And as we are a college recruitment company and helping athletes get scholarships in the American college system, 
you know, behavior is such an important factor. Even if you're amazing rugby player and you've got a great highlights reel, uh, Lindsaywood University are not going to take you as part of their, you know, college program unless they see someone that's really valuable, they interview well, their character, their references all checks out. And that's like with everything, right? When you're trying to get a job um, in, in, today, in today's time. And when coaches recruit athletes, you know what they're doing now? They're hiring third-party companies to go through all of the athletes' social media accounts, which is just absolutely crazy um, because I want to see what the type of athlete they have. When you were you know, on the panel for the USA men's team and the USA sevens team selecting the teams to represent the country for rugby, was it a lot? Did you look past the ability of the athlete? Yeah, the first thing we look at is, again, uh, what's, the, what's their character like? Um, yeah, what's their heart like in many ways as I, as I shared kind of the theme with regards to target gold is the first part the heart of the champion and uh, yeah. if the heart's not quite right in the sense of the attributes that we want to see then we there's a trial period or a period of time where if we see growth and changes then that's great but if they don't align or they don't buy into those critical team values uh, that we know unify a group um, then they're very quickly gone and uh, I love it how you said with regards to, to Lindenwood or St. Mary's or Cal Berkeley here. Yeah, they, they are. They're diving in now. And, and again, it's from a rugby setting, but across all sports, they're diving into the character background because they know how uh, powerful uh, it can be when you get a group of individuals to unite around a certain vision. But how does divisive it can be at exactly the same time if, uh, if the, the character traits don't align. And, and I think the Crusaders, from a rugby standpoint, are probably the best example of doing their background checks on, on individuals. Um, and that's where I think, you know, uh, yes, the individual athlete, but a lot of these uh, high schoolers going into university, parents understanding how to nurture and how to guide is critical and understanding how to raise these champions that ultimately coaches like myself, uh, no matter what sport they're playing, are actually looking for uh, because it takes a lot of time to develop it. Yeah, 100%. I think you nailed it on the head. And I don't think athletes understand, like, especially with the digital footprint these days, you're under a microscope. You know, things are going to be seen. And there's countless stories that I can share where a, a college athlete, like I interviewed my mate, he's the assistant soccer coach at University of Akron. And publicly on an interview like this, he said to me, he put an offer out to a student athlete saw a tweet that the athlete made a few years ago and pulled the offer. And that's a top program. They produce so many MLS athletes. And, you know, with, with some behaviors off the field and away from the sport, you can cost yourself big time. And I think that's why I look up to guys like Shaquille O'Neal, for example, who, you know, they, they found their identity. I was watching an interview with Shaq and he said that he wanted to be different. He wanted to make money outside basketball, outside the NBA. And he, his niche was that he's a funny guy. He wanted to do funny commercials. And that's how he made a lot of money. And then he used that to invest into other companies and away he went. Everyone has yeah, got yeah. their niche and what they are and, and who they are as people. And I think having someone like you to help guide them along that is important. But I don't think these athletes should wait until they go to college, until it's too late. They need to start looking at this 15, 16 years old, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And at the same time as a 15, 16, parents need to, need to know uh, what they should be seeing from their kids, what they should be putting or exposing their kids to. Um, and really, I mean, the young adults, you know, you go back 100 years, at 15, 16 years old, you're out working, you're out taking responsibility for your own life. Um, but, you know, it's, it's in that time period where a lot of your character traits uh, start to be cemented. And 
the earlier you get started, then again, especially if you know, look, when you hit, it's probably already, it's not too late, but you're putting yourself on a, on a backwards um, trajectory. Uh, if these things are only happening when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, it's like, okay, what can I, what can I help myself become aware of initially uh, so that I understand, okay, I'm working towards achieving this, but off the pitch, which translates onto the pitch, this is what coaches are looking for. But it's not just understanding, okay, this is what coaches are looking for, great, because you can't control what coaches do and, 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 and you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's understanding, okay, if I'm, if I, I, I'm a firm believer that based off my behavior, uh, and based off who I am will be what I attract, what opportunities, who trusts me with what. Um, and, and the earlier they can understand that and, and, and learn what some of those character traits are and, and those mindsets that actually unlock a new level versus limiting them, uh, the better. 100%, 100%. And I think that, you know, what other athletes need to know is you never know who knows who in this game. So let's say, for example, there's a rugby player that goes to um, he went to Lindenwood University and they're trying to trial for the USA team. And as a coach, obviously you're going to be calling coaches that know that player, right? And the athlete won't even know that these references are coming into play. And you don't want to get off on the, on the wrong foot with bad, re bad recommendations and bad references because that's going to cost you. And there's amount of stories that I could also share going into those situations where I know athletes here in New Zealand across a number of different sports that are very talented, like in the top 1% in their sport, but because their attitude, the way that they treat their mum, the way they treat their dad, um, and those sort of things off the field and off their sporting scene, and away from their sporting scene, I should say, the, their behaviour has impacted their national selection. And it's so common. It's more common than what people think. And I think being that, that all-rounded package athlete is so important. Being a good athlete is only one part of it, right? Yeah, 100%, mate. Look, um, you developing as a person is all about you becoming who you were created to be and, and un unlocking a lot of the gold that's inside of you. Uh, and in doing so, the attributes that you recognize, uh, or the gifts and the talents uh, and the skills that you develop over time, the leadership skills uh, or qualities, they'll, they link into whether, you know, as you become a parent, um, as you step into the business world, as you, any sphere of influence, again, uh, uh, these are, uh, that's what I love about sport. And I think rugby is a great game, but uh, for especially sevens for the, the, the ups and downs of life. Um, but just sport in general, the, the skill sets and the character traits, the self-discipline, the self-control that you must have, uh, let, alone under, let alone understanding how to honour um, teammates and, and leadership that maybe at times aren't, uh, it isn't deemed that they're actually worth honouring, uh, but understanding that who, who you honour or how you behave ultimately says a lot uh, towards someone, says a lot more about you than it does actually the person, whether they deserve to be treated one way or not. And uh, I think that's what I, I, the, I love most about this program that I've created. Again, it's, it's all about equipping you to be your best self, no matter what comes your way, no matter how people treat you. Um, and, and just positions you to, again, at the end of the day, no matter what comes against you, that you can hold your head up high and know that you've put your best foot forward um, without any regrets. Um, if you're aware of these character traits and mindsets, um, and, and that's the whole aim of it, is that if I can help more people, more high performers around the world understand um, what some of these key character and mindset traits are from a starting point, then they've got choices to make. Um, 
and, and, and it's up to them whether they choose to become uh, more of it. So, I guess uh, Nick Kyrgios would have been a good client for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I mean, very talented athlete. Obviously, he's had top 10 wins against... He's, he's, his head-to-head -head against Nadal and Novak is better, you know, than anyone else's. Um, but again, just the way that the public see him as as that person has kind of impacted him in a, in a negative way in some aspects. And I know he walks around not caring about it, but, you know, what could have been with some endorsement deals and other opportunities for him could have been great, right? Well, again, and it's not even just the endorsement deals, which you're 100% on point. Um, I love that you brought up tennis. Uh, you know, Federer and Djokovic, I mean, Nadal, Djokovic, Federer, that's special... Special um, role models, uh, yeah. Grace, and just again, they're extremely competitive. But the way they honour each other and the, the grace that they they just walk in is uh, sensational. And it was um, just understanding again. Yeah, cool. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? That's great. But at the end of the day, when you're 60, 70 years old, and you're looking back, what are your grandchildren going to say about you now? A 15, 16 year old doesn't really care about hearing too much about that, but you plant a seed and they start to think, okay, maybe. But if you can get them thinking about, okay, when do you actually feel your best? Well, often it's not when they actually achieve that result. Yeah, the result's great, but then it's the impact they make on somebody else's life when somebody's in need. Um, and if you can align the two of, hey, well, actually, if that's what makes you feel blooming good is when you actually help somebody else uh, do something that they couldn't do or be there in the time of need for somebody else, Imagine how many people you can do that for if you increase your platform, you increase your visualization, et cetera, through how successful you are and being um, positioned effectively from a, um, a brand standpoint. Um, that's when that kind of optimal fulfillment that you're seeking, desiring really comes through. And I think that's, uh, that's what you'll hear a lot of athletes talk a lot more about as they get older and older. And, and those who do it, they transition really effectively from sport when they are retiring or going into the new season is that's where if they can pick that up earlier uh, than later, then, you know, that's um, where they, they, most of their memories come from. It's not necessarily winning that tournament. It's the, the overcoming of the trials to get there to win that tournament, but also the impact in the lives that they had along the way. And uh, so, yeah, sorry, I'm blabbering a bit there. Uh, I think this is important. To, to talk about, because I don't think it's talked about enough. A lot of people just think that they need to be the best they can be at their sport and the way they go. And it takes you to one level, but it doesn't unlock any other doors for you, whether it's for yourself or it could be opportunities, you know, for, through business or that sort of things as well. And, you know, when I talk to college coaches, I would say 30% of the time we talk about them playing in their sport and the 70% yes. is their character, their work ethic. And like, you know, do they take constructive criticism on board? Um, all these different things they go through. Because I want to see if they're coachable. Can they be in a team environment? Because even individual sports like golf and tennis and yeah. swimming, for example, you're taking individual sports and you're putting them in the American college system as a team-based sport right away. And so they want to know like you're playing, that this athlete that we're signing is going to be representing not only the tennis team, but the whole university as well. They're playing for something bigger than themselves. Okay. And if athletes understand that at a younger age, it can open so many doors for them. So that's why I really wanted to get you on this chat. I know we spoke in the car about, you know, what you've set up over in the US. And I just said I needed to get you on here just to chat about it because I think it's really, really important. And it's great for kids to hear. 
Um, in regards to just, I know there's a few keen rugby athletes. They obviously know your credentials because we would have promoted this chat <laughs> and um, told them that we're going to be chatting to you. It's not every day we get to talk to a USA Olympic coach uh, for rugby. In terms of, you know, that's rugby scene in the US, obviously in New Zealand, we've got the super rugby here and a lot of athletes dream to go to the super rugby. What have you seen growing in the US? Because I know there's, we've got um, Scudder over there, former All Black, we're sucking the holo over there. My, Jeep, my younger brother was having lunch with Mahanonu in San Diego and he said that, you know, it's growing over there. So how's it going? What's the, what's the rugby landscape looking like? Eight, eight years ago or nine years ago when my wife and I came here, uh, you talked to two out of five people and they wouldn't know what rugby is, you know. Um, now it's very rare that I speak to somebody that doesn't know about it because there's a professional competition here and, and it's still in the growing, it's still in the infancy stages. It's now four or five years in. Uh, but you are seeing a number of former All Blacks, uh, Wallabies, Springboks over this way. Uh, but you're also seeing a, a big group of 19 to 22, 23-year-old uh, specifically South Africans at the moment. I haven't seen too many Kiwis coming this way, but the opportunity is there. Um, whether it's between, whether it's post ITM Cup or whether it's actually getting exposure at a, another good level, another semi-professional pre professional competition to catapult themselves in. I think what's cool um, is that there is a developed college league here, a Division One, Division Two rugby college league where scholarships, uh, especially on the women's side more than anything, uh, are starting to really open up. And, and there are scholarships for the men's as, as well. Um, but so there's a couple of levels that out of high school that can open the door and let, let, you might not be um, the, the, the cream of the bunch per se when it comes to, to your absolute perfect rugby ability. But again, these colleges, um, these opportunities out there for athletes that are good at rugby, uh, but show the academics, show the character traits, show the leadership, like what they've been involved in during school and, uh, you know, volunteering in, in different ways. And, and, and that opens the door to a conversation that maybe uh, you wouldn't have thought was possible. So whether it's the college league, et cetera, for those opportunities and uh, for an amazing experience or, or whether it's the MLR um, as a, a different stepping stone rather than going to France or going to different parts of Japan or different parts of the world, um, the doors are open from a young age. And, and obviously for those that are looking for a, a bit of a retirement um, last couple of years. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you probably wouldn't want me to throw his name out there, but I will, because I think he's an exceptional young man. Um, Orlando Casey is an athlete that we just placed recently at Devonport University. He's going to be joining the rugby team in August next year. And I think the national rankings came out um, recently and they're like six in the country. And he played at Sacred Heart College, a high school up here in Auckland, and he was playing in the second 15, fantastic number 10. The coach there said to me, look, his highlight tape was good, but the way that he interviewed and all of his leadership qualities that he had in school were just absolutely outstanding. And he's just such a great young man. And look, as a recruitment company, I don't sign everyone. Um, we've had some of the top athletes in their sport come and ask us for help, but we haven't because the way that they are as people, I just couldn't represent them because obviously it's my reputation on the line. And if I give an athlete to a coach and they cause a scene there, that coach isn't going to trust me again, which could affect other athletes coming on board with us. So we've got to be careful, right? And Orlando is just such an amazing young man. And we just, we didn't bat an eyelid when I first met him for a coffee um, with him and his dad. His dad's actually a well-known rugby coach. That's Mike Casey, uh, a Ford's coach here. Yeah. And so, 
he's been around the block. He's probably he's probably been in your circles, right? And um, he's just been absolutely fantastic to work with. And you know, the coach at Davenport uh, can't be more excited to have him on board. And that's such a great feeling from Martin. Well, that's the thing, Amber, but you just highlighted it there. It's like you've gone out of your way. And when somebody comes into your presence where they add value, like, again, it doesn't matter if they're 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, they, they uplift an environment. They, they, again, they bring something to the party. They add value. Um, more often than not, you find people wanting to go out of their way uh, to help them, uh, which is what you've done with, with, uh, in your role with, with uh, um, the boy Casey. And... That's, uh, that, that, I think that's the best example there. It's just like, again, if you become the person that people are attracted to, people want to help because of your character and, and, and how you see the world, that you're optimistic and that you're like, you know what, um, I'm going to make good things happen and I'm going to make a difference, then people will go out of their way to help you. Um, so, you know, but it's your choice. Nobody can do it for you. 100%. Absolutely. Look, if student athletes want to catch up with you and they want to contact you and see what sort of service you provide how do they get in touch with you cool just go to go to my website coachchrisbrown.com you'll see i'm actually running a webinar series uh next monday through friday it's uh it's free um it's literally 45 minute sessions and we'll run through uh character mindset vision and process attributes okay what it takes to become a champion um but just yeah just check out my website and you can email me or uh, whatsapp me if you're not in America, uh, or text me. My number's there, and uh, yeah, I'd love to have a chat and, and see where you're at and, and see how I can support you and uh, in, in chasing those dreams and becoming that person that you're, you know, you're created to be. Awesome. And my team will put his website up here, and uh, my team will also put um, Chris's contact information in the YouTube description, so if you're really keen to connect with them, uh, go to YouTube, check it out, and um, the information will be there. Or if you still can't get in touch, uh, just send me a message on Instagram and I will share Chris's contact details with you guys directly. But Chris, it's so good to see you, man. It's great. Great to see another Kiwi in the US. Yeah, you too, mate. And uh, yeah, tell your brother we need to connect and uh, tell your parents I say hello as well, please. Oh, absolutely. My dad still won't stop talking about you. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely will. He'll, he'll absolutely love it that we've connected on this chat. But yeah, thank you so much for it. Appreciate your time. And uh, next time, I look forward to seeing you in the US. Definitely. Cheers, brother. Bye. Gotcha.